This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Trader, trade, trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today i got another amazing guest with me. This guest has probably done more air miles than uh, all my other guests combined, so it's going to be a really interesting chat. Uh, it's Ola Lind, oh, as you can see, Content Ad Network, or CAN. Thanks for being on the show, mate. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the project and yourself and how you got here, really? Sure. Um, Content Ad Network CAN is something we started last year in China. Yep. And um, Chinese market is a little bit different than international markets. You have a lot of users, community, when you launch a project. Unfortunately, the Chinese government doesn't yeah, approve right. on many of the things, yeah, yeah. especially last year. But this year, actually, they are opening up a little bit in the gray area of, I mean, like all the banks in China, they are actually developing in blockchain because they don't want to be left behind. Yeah, right. But ICOs and crypto in general is still under ban. So here's the thing, right? there is this gray area of understanding within, within the crypto community yeah. and the blockchain space about China. It's, it's feared, it's revered, yeah. it's, it, there's a lot of enthusiasm for it, yeah. there's a lot of FUD that comes from it, there's a lot of uncertainty in the yeah. space. So you've got a business here yeah. that is operating out of China, yeah. you've done an ICO, yeah. can you tell us about that process and, sure. and what happened with that? Sure. Last year in June, we actually did an ICO in China, in Beijing, and uh, Roadshow. We launched, and a few months later, the Chinese government or the central bank on a Sunday night <laughs> issued a statement that ceasing immediately all ICO are banned and yeah, right. cryptocurrency, and you have to pay back all the investors. Wow. Yeah, so it was a little bit short Monday morning. And that would have been a busy day, I'd imagine. Yeah, it is. And there was a lot of uncertainty the first week, the second week, because nobody knew how to handle it in the whole community. Yeah. And uh, then it was clear directive that you have to pay them back, and it has to be the thing that was unclear was at what point, at what time they purchase, at what price are you supposed to pay them back at. That was a little bit uh, thing. So we actually, we ended up have to pay back, I think it was two million more, than actually the invested was at the time when we took in the investment. So it was a tough time. Yeah, I can imagine. And then we had to recalculate and we actually moved out of China and to Hong Kong that was still crypto friendly at that point. And we successfully launched again. And we uh, at that time period before that, we repaid all the investors. So we have a very good trust uh, yeah, in the community in the crypto world in China. Yeah. So speaking of that community, uh, yeah. China was what 70 odd percent of the uh, transaction volume for Bitcoin and crypto yeah. as of I think January, February last year, even leading yeah. up to June before the ban. Yeah. Obviously, that has now shifted for, for obvious reasons, but there's yeah. still a lot of activity there, there's it still is. a lot of enthusiasm. Is your community massive or is it dwindled? Or No, it's massive. It's, it's massive. It's still very, very big. And uh, the thing is, there is a lot of development going on, 
in China. And I think there's been a lot of what is we call uh, legally, I mean, all of the big players are still operating in China yes. offices. How can they do that? Because they actually became agents. All right. So they, they are not a... They're not, they're not that company, they're no, an agent, an agent of that for, company. Yeah, exactly, right. from existing outside. Okay, well that's so, an interesting thing. Because if you look at all the big players in the exchanges and everything, they all have offices in Shenzhen, yeah. in Beijing and so on, because of that reason that they develop blockchain, but operation is not done in China. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a loophole. Exactly. Okay. So, now, one of the things I'm fascinated about is this, because I want to show this to all of you, check that out. That is a real thing. Now, it's a thing for now. We're going to get it explained to us more by Ola, but as you know as well as I do, that for me personally, when I'm investing in projects, I'm looking for something that's a business. I want to invest in something that is, not some fairy idea. Nothing wrong with having big ideas. Don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting there's anything wrong with having big ideas. From an investment point of view, I want to see a business that can basically operate at a good margin and understand their model. Now, this... This, Ola, please. I'm fascinated, I love it, and I want you to tell them what this is all about. Sure. Everybody has a Wi-Fi device in their home today, or gonna get one, and they get it for the, from their uh, teleoperators, or ISP, whatever it is. What we have created is a blockchain on the Wi-Fi that we call CAN, Content Add and Network. But it does two things. One is that you just utilize it for normal Wi-Fi in your house. Yep. But most of the time, you don't use all the Wi-Fi or the internet, the bandwidth of your devices. So in exchange, you give us the bandwidth, the access to the bandwidth. We can use it for mining and content delivery and so on. And we tokenize you, we give you money for it. So in reality, in the end of the day, at the end of the month, we are actually giving free internet to the world, and this is our project, because it's a project we actually give away, we don't own it in the end, it's yep. all going to be a project owned by the community. And we also have done the same with content delivery network. So we have actually in China, we have started, we have a CDN license, where we can actually, with the new devices, we'll have a two terabyte storage. So we actually build the biggest decentralized CDN network globally is our goal yep. with this. Wow. And because you have it in your home or so on, you are the one, the node, that is going to distribute the content and you're going to get paid for it. And that's the content of free internet. You can cash, yes. it, you can cash in your uh, tokens, the CAN token. Yes. Is, it, is it CAN token, CIN? CAN token. Yeah. The CAN token, and that will pay for your internet, hopefully, or at least help part of yeah. that. Exactly. So it's, it's helping with that process. Exactly. Now, here's the thing, right? This is a wonderful thing. It's, it, it looks great. It's all cool, fantastic. It's real. How many of these have you actually sold? Well, when we started launching it, we did it a few months back. We did a presentation with it. And in seven minutes and 31 seconds, we sold 10,000 of them. After three presentations and sold 30,000 plus devices, we decided we're going to stop a little bit because first we have to actually manufacture all of them <laughs> that we have done now. and. We actually, next month, gonna launch a new model that is even cooler and more uh, high-end yep. that uh, we're gonna start distributing outside of China, so the Western world. So, okay, so we're, we're moving from China. Yeah. We've sold a bunch of these. Actually, before we go, before we yeah. go outside of China, I wanna stay in there for just a second, sure. because there's two sides to this business, right? There's the yeah. content, the delivery yeah. of that content, and there's the free internet use of this, of this effectively, router right yeah now 
I can understand, I can start to gel in my head and understand how you might actually create uh, a business model around the advertising and the content delivery and that sort of thing. Is the business profitable right now with the sale of these devices and the use of these devices or is this a Trojan horse? No, what we do with this is actually we sell them with a markup because our business model with this one is that we're going to find distributors globally and they have to make money out of it. Yep. And they also they get a percentage of the tokenization that has been done in their within sold that, so, of the yeah, device. Okay. Yep, within their because wedge of it. It has yep. to be a profitable business, yep. otherwise people will not be interested in yep. participating. Yep. So that's our business model. So currently, you're the agent, yep. so to speak. You've sold at least 30,000 in 7 minutes and 31 seconds times 3. <laughs> and now we're looking at a distribution network globally with a business model that allows them, there's enough margin in that, that allows the, uh, the person selling it, the distributor in that country, to actually make money on the token for the mining and also for the sale of the unit. Exactly. The business model stands alone right now as it is. Imagine what it's gonna do when it actually grows out. I'm really excited about this because right now it's a low market cap, okay? It, it does have a lot of volume on OKX. Yes. Uh, it is moving, but it's a business that's like, we're not trying to go to the moon here on a spaceship. We're, we're a business that is operating, that's, it's, it's profitable, and the scope is immense. What I'd like you to detail a little bit more is the, um, the ad part of this. Yeah, sure. Uh, because for us, the most important, because we operated in China and the restrictions and so on, was to create a project that is actually worth for everybody that's involved. Yep. I mean, not only in China, globally. Yep. Everybody needs to have bandwidth internet today. I mean, it's a reality. You cannot operate your, yeah. your well-being without that. So it's the way of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also to make it uh, useful was one thing that we decided that to be able to make a, create a value in the ecosystem, advertisement is one part of it. And content delivery is another part of it. Yep. But all the content delivery today is all centralized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means YouTube or them, they all put a caching server in every country. Oh, we know. <laughs> and it costs a lot of money. Yep. So imagine now, every one of these devices creates actually a notes yep. globally with a two terabyte of storage yep. that can deliver that content locally at the same, much faster yep. speed at a much lesser cost. Meaning that big publishers, uh, video con, streaming companies and so on, they can actually buy the access through that, we will take that monetary uh, value yep. and distribute it to the node owners and to the end users. Yep, okay. So everybody in the chain is actually benefiting from it. And it's and sort of a, um, I guess, it's a localized distribution network of content. Exactly. So it doesn't have to be stored in one massive server no. that can be hacked, that can be shut down, that can be wrecked, and can be slow. I mean, you press play and you're like, I mean, obviously, internet's a part of that. You've got to wait if you've got slow internet. You know, you, you've got to wait for a little bar before the video plays. But if it's localized, we should be able to speed that up, right? Exactly. It's going to be instant and directly. Because we have this big problem because we operate Wi-Fi in different countries. One of them in Bangladesh, where yep. we have in all the railway stations uh, internet and, and Wi-Fi. And the problem is, for example, all the content is coming from India, so it goes through 12 nodes before it comes to Bangladesh. Right. So there is a delay and, and so on. And with this, we eliminate all this. So, so where's your biggest market then? I mean, this is, it sounds to me like this is, in, in the Western world, the way that we live and what we're used to, 
short. We always want things faster, and this can maybe deliver a, a bit a bit faster for us. And I'm not even talking about the the capacity of free internet because of the way we can mine and, and all the other benefits that this brings. I'm talking purely about speed. Is developing nations the biggest benefit, and you, therefore your biggest market here? Because it's cheap, accessible. It's actually two, two ways. Uh, one way is that you can have a higher end uh, model that we're going to create with the storage capacity. You have everything in one yep. piece. And for people in the Western world, Europe, US, and so on, they like to have things simple. Yeah, yeah, right. But if you come from the developing world, where I lived in Africa and now in Asia and so on, and Latin America, is that $100 is a lot of money. Yes, yes. And yes. internet still in these regions are very expensive, especially in Africa. I mean, I lived in Rwanda. When I came there in 2006, we paid $1,000 for one megabit of the internet. <laughs> because it was all satellite back then. But Wow. So by creating a device that is uh, less costly, but they can still benefit greatly for it, is how we see that we can benefit to the world is with the internet. Is an individual going to buy that though or is it going to be a massive conglomerate that goes in there and says we see a benefit in all these people having internet because it's going to open up commerce, jobs, or whatever it may be. Is it more like like a big a big player coming in and going, no, we want to drop a million of these in the country? It's actually twofold, twofold yeah. in this way. One is that communities or private people because they see it as a business yep. or they see it as a way just I want it in my house because I want a free internet or yep. I like to speculate or yep. so on with the token. The other one is actually ISPs, businesses, maybe cities or other organizations because it's a way for them actually to pay for their projects. Okay, yep. It's not just dumping a lot of money into a city because most of the project in a developing nation is that it looks grandiose when you start it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put a lot of effort into it but they don't keep follow through. Yeah. Exactly. So they die out. Like a few years back, everybody in Europe, everybody everywhere said, we're going to give free internet to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, free yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> How many of these projects is... Well, that's right. And they're, and they're very average. You see it all over the place. Like even, even here in Australia, you, you, yeah. there's Telstra booths. They don't work. No. They're a waste of time. Half yeah. the bloody Wi-Fi around the place doesn't work anyway. Yeah, it's exactly. a frustrating waste of my time. I'm over it. 4G streaming is much better than that for me. Yeah. This, I mean, from my point of view, right, yeah. we've covered the fact that A, it's a profitable business, okay, at this level, not to mention the rest of what's coming. Yeah. B, we can operate within China, yeah. more or less. We can operate in China, and that's why, for example, with the Nasdaq listed company, yes. Netflix, we signed an agreement where we can deliver content in China. But on so a different business model. Yeah, okay. So that was what I wanted to get to now is, you know, we've, we've ticked off a bunch of the things I'm looking for in terms of an investment point of view. And a lot of the watchers and listeners, uh, for the viewers and listeners, are very much investment people, uh, the professionals a lot of the time. And, um, you know, this is the sort of stuff that I'm excited about, right? Yeah. Who are you talking to at the moment? What's the plans for the future? And what are your hurdles that you see at the minute that you've got to overcome? Sure. Start with China because since we are actually yes. there. Yes, I was going to say, since we are in China, yeah. we're not in China. Yeah. <laughs> we are starting this development. We are in talks with the biggest uh, video streams yep. guys in China today. We have met with them a couple of months. Next week, we're actually signing an agreement with one of them. Yep, okay. It's going to make it exciting for us. We have another stakeholder in China that is then going to invest in a big scale in the devices. 
because for them they see this as a different business since we have a CDN license yep. in China. Very few people has that yep. actually. And that means that we can deliver contact, contact delivery network. network. Yeah. Exactly. So we are like Alibaba or yeah. Tencent in this sense, right? So they will see this as an investment opportunity, buy a very large quantity of them, distribute them for free yep. through maybe the banking system, insurance business or customer consumer yep. based business for have them installed in their houses. Yep. And that creates immediately each of the device having two terabyte of storage times one million devices, for example, creates the biggest decentralized ah, it's network. A huge network for them. So we can actually compete immediately with Alibaba or Tencent overnight. And that's what they see as a business opportunity. So do I. Yeah. Well done. Jeez. Yeah. There, there you go, guys. There's an exclusive for you. Uh, I don't even know what else to ask. I mean, it... it, it and we see this, for example, look at this. Netflix, iFlix in the region of yeah. Southeast Asia. All of these big... Uh, delivery of uh, bandwidth that they need to deliver. Having this box creating, because as soon as we say I have one million devices out there, we're starting selling content, we're selling advertisement, the value of the token will increase. Yes. As soon as the value of the token increase to a certain threshold, there is no brainer that if I put the device automatically, it's gonna have- It's free internet. Exactly. Okay, so does it, when you're mining it, does, does, yeah. the mine, does the block come down each time? Like, you know, you get X amount for, for now, being an early adopter. Yeah. You know how mining works. And Normally decrease. it will be that in the beginning, but when okay. we change the model yeah. into the free uh, blockchain, we are actually adding on only two months. It's going to be a little bit different, but obviously the early adopters is going to be the most beneficial. And how long have you been operating for? Since last year. Since last year? Yeah. Wow, well done. There's yeah. a huge amount there that uh, you've done in a short period of time. Took us six months to get this ready, but in the beginning we were actually very happy. But as you know, in any crypto world, especially in China, the community, if you don't perform, if you don't deliver, they will punish you. Off with his head, as it yeah. should be. As it should be. Yeah, sure, because it's an accountability to your community. Absolutely. And look, you say you're going to do something, then bloody well do it. And if you're not going to do it, keep me updated as to what the issues are so I can understand, believe and follow with your project and not just dump it. Exactly. So one more question. Yeah. Why ICO when you've got a product that sells so well? Because we see this is just one part of the whole bigger picture. So you need the community involved yeah. to, for the story. Because it's actually the community that is going to own the project and going to drive the project, not us. Yeah. Okay. Look, is there anything else that you think you should add that would add any benefit? I mean, I'm, I'm stoked with what you've no, said. We, is there we would else? like to continue giving information and yep. also updates what's going to yeah, happen. And we also great. see the support of anybody outside of China that it sees this is interesting. Yeah. Because we are actually in August going to start launching outside China. Well, I am looking forward to that. Very, very exciting project. This is a business, guys, on the blockchain that's making money through a very simple model that's going to look to expand into new markets, but also they haven't even begun. I'm really, really excited that I've met you, Ola, that I've met the project, and I look forward to keeping everybody updated. Uh, where does everyone find out more information about yourself and the project online? Yeah, we have our website. Unfortunately, if you have Google Chrome, you can see it in English. Otherwise, it's just still in Chinese, but we actually next couple of weeks everything is going to be in a few more different languages and also for ordering the devices we are setting that up specifically because right now it's just inside China right. but it's mobipromo.io
Mobipromo.io. Well, I reckon there'll be one of these in my office and at my home as soon as they possibly can be. Oh, absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being on the show, mate. Thank we'll you. keep everyone updated with your progress as we go. Thank Guys, you. have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.